Here's what's coming up on today's show. The more you worry about leaving something on the table by being cautious, the more you'll lean towards the probability side. The more you worry about running out of money, the more you're going to lean towards the guaranteed side. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for your retirement elevated. Going to be a fun one today on Your Retirement Elevated. Thanks for joining us. Walter here with Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, based out of KC, but serving you all across the country. If you've got questions, hopefully we have some answers for you. And we've got a great topic today. We're going to be talking about income personalities, probability versus safety first. And perhaps you'll be able to put yourself in one of these categories as we go through the show today. And it'll help reveal a lot about your financial planning, retirement preparedness, and uh, your approach to some of the things that we talk about each week here on the episode. Scott, great to be with you again, my friend. Hope all is well in your world. Absolutely. I'm actually really looking forward to today's podcast uh, because this came about from some research I've been doing. Uh, for an upcoming Kiplinger's article that's going to be published here. Actually, maybe out by the time this uh, podcast airs. You, you, you and, have been tapped by Kiplinger for this article. That's awesome. Yes, I am looking forward to it. And it's a great publication. You know, it's the online version. And uh, we've been writing a couple articles a year for the last several years. And so I think this is going to be a good one. And so what I really want to do in this episode is break down and, and talk about some research from a gentleman named Wade Fow, uh, PFAU, very bright individual. You've heard me talk about him as white papers in the past, uh, but he really breaks things down into two categories, which are you know, probability versus safety first. And I'm going to talk about his information, but I'm going to also introduce information that I have empirically proven over the last two decades, uh, that there might be actually a third school of thought or category in here. And I think when you listen to this, you're going to really understand which category you fall into and which makes the most sense to you. Yeah, probability, safety, uh, these two things certainly go hand in hand. So I'm interested to see, maybe we could obviously talk about these two things in relation to a wide array of uh, elements in the financial planning world. So where specifically do you want to focus this today? Well, we're going to talk about We'll start with the two schools of thought. And so there's two fundamentally different philosophies for retirement income planning, which Fowl calls probability-based and safety-first. And now they diverge on the critical issue of where retirement plan is best served, which is in the risk-reward trade-offs of a market-based portfolio or the contractual guarantees of an insurance product or insurance company. Uh, so those are favoring you know, investments, the probability-based they rely on the notion that the market will eventually provide favorable returns for most retirees. Those stock markets you know, can be volatile. Stocks can be expected to outperform bonds over a reasonable amount of time. The investments crowd considers upside potential from a portfolio to be so significant that they'd never want anything guaranteed and they would only want to play a minimal role. Meanwhile, those favoring safety first believe that contractual guarantees uh, to be reliable and that staking their retirement income on the assumption that favorable markets returns, favorable market returns will eventually arrive, is emotionally overwhelming and dangerous. And so the guaranteed side is clearly, you know, people are more concerned with the implications of market risk than those favoring investments. 
because they view investment only solutions as undesirable because the retiree retains all the longevity and market risk, which that's what an insurance company does because they're in a better I guess, situation to be able to manage that going forward. And so again, it's two schools of thought and where we see this is, you know, we talk, we talk about the income gap all the time. What we're really talking about is how are you comfortable solving that income gap? So if you need $2,000 a month, your first year of retirement above and beyond your social security, do you want that delivered contractually guaranteed? Or are you comfortable taking that from a probability of the markets, you know, that of the market? Now, I believe there's a third option, which is the hybrid of those two. That would be a lot of our clients that they need $2,000 a month. They want half of that, for example, on a guaranteed basis. They'll, they'll take the other half on a probability basis or from the market. And so the one thing I do disagree about the article in the research is I think there's a happy medium between these two. It's not an either or situation. That makes sense. All right. So we don't have to have all, it's not an all or none. We can have a little bit of both sides. We can have our cake and eat it too. A little bit. It sounds like. Absolutely. And you know, it really doesn't matter what Wade Val thinks, what I think, um, how we feel about the issue. It's about what, what matters, you think, right? Yeah, it's what matters how you feel about it, how the listener, the retiree, you know, the more you worry about leaving something on the table by being cautious, the more you'll lean towards the probability side. The more you worry about running out of money, the more you're going to lean towards the guaranteed side. And so again, there's there's pluses and minuses, pros and cons, of all these decisions, but you need to be engaged with someone that is going to lead you down. If you say, Hey, I'm, I don't mind risk. I like probability Then let's build a plan that way. If you like a lot of guarantees, go with a firm that can be able to do that. If you want a hybrid, again, you've got to have a work with a planner that has all the designations, all the certifications to be able to operate in those different worlds. And so again, when you think about, you know, the, the differences is that, you know, for probability-based thinkers or market-based thinkers, if they've got a 90% chance of successfully meeting their goals and it's more than reasonable starting point and the retiree can proceed with a plan, if they can lock them and say, hey, 90%, that's pretty good. Uh, it'll be up and down, but we can handle it. Uh, it has a high likelihood of success and that's enough for them. Now, a future updates determine that the plan might be on course for failure, a few changes such as a small reduction in spending should be sufficient to get the plan on track. So it's one of those in good times you can spend in bad times, you got to tighten the belt and you got to keep the belt tight until things return. That's the trade-off if you're looking at kind of market-based. So even when you're talking about 90% chance of success and 10% chance of failure, failure isn't necessarily complete failure. It's just, we may not, you know, be able to go at X clip for, you know, the entirety of the plan. So that's that wiggle room in there. Yes. You, you've got to be, like I said, belt tightening is variability yeah. of cash flow. Sure. You know, you've got to be able to drop your cash flow distributions to let your portfolio recover, um, depending on how it's structured. And so, and again, there's a lot of people that are fine with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, the opposite of that for those that are identifying with the safety first school of thought, uh, they will not be comfortable with this level of risk for the most part. They focus instead on the 10% chance of failure. 
Now, they make a distinction between essential expenses and discretionary expenses. And what they're really seeking is to find a solution that practically eliminates the possibility of failure from meeting essential expenses. So jeopardizing success, they say, is only reasonable for discretionary expenses. Said another way, if they can have contractually guaranteed their essential living expenses, as long as they can do that, the discretionary stuff like taking trips and buying new cars, all those stuff, they can weather the storm as long as their baseline needs are taken care of. So they only want to have to belt tighten over the you know extravagant pieces of the puzzle. Nothing, nothing essential do they want to ever have to belt tighten on. Absolutely, absolutely. And so when you really look at this, and what we call it you know, retirement optimization planning is another term for this. It's, you know, really looking at what are your goals? What do you have saved for retirement? And then what are your liabilities or expenses in retirement? And really the four L's that they talk about are goals are longevity, lifestyle, legacy, and liquidity. Think about that. We want to make sure our money lasts as long as we do. We want to live our lifestyle. We want to provide a legacy if it's plausible. And we want liquidity for the curveballs of life and the contingencies. So those are the four L's or the goals. And so your assets are going to be your reliable income. That's going to be Social Security, pension, income annuities, bond ladders. And then once that's taken care of your essential expenses, that's when you may have a market-based portfolio that covers discretionary expenses, covers for legacy. You may incorporate insurance like life insurance into this mix. And again, you could be taking all of the gap from the, this portfolio or a part of it from the reliable income category or some combination of those two. And then really that asset section where it called reserves, you know, that's your cash, uh, life insurance, life insurance, cash value, home equity could be part of that example. And those are for contingencies. And like I said, the curveballs of life. And so I guess it really comes down to understanding. We're talking about the mechanics of it. Do you want market-based probability? You want guaranteed safety first? I think what most people want is a blend of those two things. The important part is to discover truly how do you feel about the income gap that may be apparent and need to be filled. Once you understand that, how do you personally feel about delivering that income? Which category do you fit into? One, two, or three? Those are the first steps of building an income plan that can last a lifetime and make sure that money lasts as long as you do. Well, I really appreciate the breakdown today, Scott, and uh, I think this makes a lot of sense with those different uh, the ways that you can optimize things, those four L's, and uh, I just think that's a really neat way to see, hey, it doesn't have to be fully one way or the other, but there's ways to assign sort of these different risk levels and safety uh, you know, priority to the different dollars in your portfolio to meet those different personality traits. So that's pretty cool that the uh, plan can be that adaptable. Uh, if you want to talk about this a little bit more with Scott and put it into context of your specific situation, because that's always the best way to do this and to do this type of planning, uh, get in touch by calling 
913-393-4724 or go online to listen to scott.com. And the contact information is in the description of today's show for you as well. You can set up a time for a visit, go over your plan, how your opinion, your feelings, and uh, this is one of those areas where your emotions actually fit in a little bit and impact the plan when it comes to this risk conversation and safety and all that stuff. So that's important to know how you feel and how you want to navigate these things. Uh, Scott, we appreciate the help on the episode today and uh, really enjoyed the topic. And we'll talk to you again next time. Looking forward to it. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.